This is Ellen. This is Brandon. And welcome to D6 Minutes, the Dice Over Everything miniature podcast where we roll a dice and talk about a topic for however long the dice says. All right, well, the last one went quickly because we rolled super high. Well, let's see if we get more topics in on this one. So we've been talking a lot about, hmm. Actually, how about you start with this one? Do you have anything about Kill Team? Because we've been talking about Kill Team a lot lately. Yes, sure. So in Kill Team, there's something that really bugs me. So in general, I, I've mentioned before that, uh, or if you listen to our Kill Team episode, uh, that uh, I really like the fact that in Kill Team, you can shoot across the board. So there's like unlimited distances for normal guns um, because the board is only 22 by 30 inches, right? And even at 48 by 48, a rifle should be able to fire across the board. Um, but there's a problem in Kill Team. Uh, their pistols can only fire six inches. That really bugs me. So my question is, how far should a pistol fire accurately in a miniature skirmish game? And I guess in general as well. All right, roll it One up. minute. Oh, good. I like it. We're going to need more topics. So I would say, I don't think this is the answer you're going to expect. I would say one quarter of the board. That's right. I didn't think about it as one quarter. Which, okay. when you start thinking about Kill Team, because it's played on that 22 by 30 mat. Yeah. Well, or poster, which it basically is. That's the size of a poster. Huh? That is right about the quarter mark. Six. Six, six times four is 24. That's on the short edge. Yeah. Not on the long yeah. edge, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about the short edge because you deploy, you deploy so that you're usually the short really? distance apart from each other. Accurately. Yeah, yeah, accurately. There could be some way of shooting longer, but I guess it's normal shooting should be the quarter of the board. And that's purely game gamification. It's not about yes. it's not about like modeling reality. It's just about modeling what type of weapon should be like fit that role. And that role, just like having a quarter board weapon seems like a good role. Okay. That's interesting. I disagree significantly, obviously. I just mentioned it. Mm -hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I think it has to be related to scale, and I think that defines, you know, your board size, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I would do the other way around, right? Because I would rather have it model reality more, mm -hmm. uh, and I would say 12 inches accurately, but it should actually be able to fire again across the board inaccurately, in my opinion. Well, that's what, kind of why we like... <clears throat> infinity because you can kill things across the board with a pistol yeah, eight, inches, like, eight inches is fine uh but you definitely need to be able to fire more than eight inaccurately mm -hmm. all right that's it all right there's a minute i have okay. more to say but you know one minute yep well then so i ordered a bunch of stuff from antinocity's workshop they're in england and they make a lot of like resin terrain pieces Mm -hmm. or they're just like generic cyberpunk and sci-fi stuff. Uh -huh. So because we have a lot of infinity boards with roads, I ordered cars from them, but we're playing infinity on this. So you can't yeah. just, you've got to find non regular modern day cars. So mm -hmm. I ordered a bunch of sci-fi cars. And the question is, what do you think makes a sci-fi car? Okay. Six minutes. Oh my God. I'm going to go get this box of freaking cars. We gotta okay. talk about them. What makes a sci-fi car? Yeah. Uh, 
It's really hard to say because honestly, a lot of cars have looked very science fiction to me already. Like you look at the, the, the evolution of a car, they started boxy and then they became super sleek. And then they became like, there was the idea of like continuing to make it super sleek. It, they became pods. But if you look at the future car or future truck by Elon Musk, like yeah. it just has to be different. So it became boxy <laughs> again. So literally anything but what our cars look like right now is your answer yes. for what's your car. And, but no wood paneling. Without so wood the paneling. weird thing is, you think about Cyberpunk. Wood paneling does not, does not, you can't have wood paneling. Yeah, it's true. We can never go back to the 70s. That That is the 70s. <laughs> yes. So. They've, they've dominated that era. Because you think of Cyberpunk 2077 and all their cars there, like they may have like hover cars and stuff like that, but they're throwbacks to previous eras of like really funky cars because mm-hmm. it is Cyberpunk. So they've, yeah. They've gone with the like different aesthetic, but oh. they've harkened back in that game to like a lot of like older cars, honestly, from but not the 70s. There, well, no, some of them are 70s, but it's just basically not cars that are our era. And it's like, no, it's the future, and they've just painted them all crazy colors because it's all punk. And you uh-huh. you kind of accept that, oddly enough. Mm-hmm. Even though when you think about it, it's a throwback. But the stuff I bought from Antonosity's workshop, huh? it's more they're just shapes that don't make sense for our current cars. It's just like, it just has to be a different, their cars, they're very rounded because it's just easy to make them that way. Mm-hmm. But they have just, the format looks like you wouldn't, it wouldn't be able to work with like a regular engine inside of it. There's just mm-hmm. not the right space for it and everything else. Yeah, so except really the problem is uh, we're on the verge of electric cars just taking over, in which case you don't need a normal engine. No, now you just have the motors at the wheels. Like we're literally going to have pods soon. There's driverless mm-hmm. cars already. Mm-hmm. So you might not even have a, a wheel. You're just like, what is the future? We're living in the future, apparently. So <laughs> I think I think hover hover has to be it because... Technically, when you think about it, it will never be practical mm-hmm. to have like a hover, like hover, like a technically, I guess you have a maglev train, right? Which, you know, like 30 years ago was science fiction, but we have maglev trains now, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, even though they're not necessarily super, uh, what do you call it? Practical. We yep. still build them, right? Because they're super fast. Um, so some sort of hover car though never makes any sense for any reason whatsoever unless i guess you're you're you have a car that's trying to go through i don't know the forest or something it's literally the jetsons car like the car just doesn't go on the road anymore it's now just it is a it's a flying hover car yeah yeah then okay sure but like it's just so impractical i we don't see it happening soon and so therefore it 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 screams future to me yeah, we, we haven't gone all the way with like drone cars. We don't accept that as being your, your vehicle of the future yet. Well, drone cars will just be real, so. Yeah, I know. But for oh, some you mean reason, flying ones or not flying ones? No, I mean like flying ones, like giant drones. Oh, okay. I literally for... for oh, like with the, the, the copter, the, the yeah. copter thing? Yeah. But for some reason, we don't see that as future cars. That's we not just, a car, though. That's a helicopter. I know. So... Yeah, yeah, this one, by the way. No, I know. Talk more. <laughs> yeah, basically. So they, yeah. they actually, they seem to have less. Like, for some reason, you expect, like, to have handles and all less those. Less is more, bits. yeah. 
you seem yeah. like a modern car you expect it to be like bits of antennas bits of like but i wonder if that's more like because we're we've been going through a minimalist design kind of thing mm -hmm. where where that's just in so the idea is like again future whenever people predict the future it's always an extrapolate not always usually it's an extrapolation of of what we have now so we're yep. like okay right now we're minimalist right so in the future we'll be even more minimalist it'll just be a round sphere with not even a door you just like some sort of weird thing where you just meld into the car and then you become as one and then it drives and then it hovers to the place where you need to be yeah because we're like oh there's all these buttons on the car and then oh now there's this like screen on the car to get rid of all the buttons and in the future you're like oh you don't even touch the car it's just That's, a mind it's the extrapolation melt. into the future so yeah. it's just less and less in the car yeah. and just with even like our interior designs furniture all that there's like no less 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 so in the future like your future sofa it's just a plank like you, you went back to the caveman era where you just have a, like a rock you sit on, but it's, it's a really cool material. And very, yes. And very comfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Perfectly Especially. like made to like shape your, your body. Yeah. But, but for the cars, we just expect there to be this, like, there's no door handles. There's no, there's just lots of glass around it. Would there be glass though? Glass? No glass. Maybe there's not even glass. You just sit down. There's just a seat mm -hmm. on a monowheel. You sit down. I did not buy any monowheel cars, but yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess. I, guess, I don't know if there are cars anymore if they're a monowheel. I guess it's more like a motorcycle or something. Mm -hmm. Technically, be a unicycle, but, you know. Those don't make good terrain, though, so I didn't buy it. those. Yeah, buy that. They have to be big enough. They, yes. they have to, yeah. All right, we definitely stretched that out, but I think we basically made it to six minutes yep. for what kind of cars. I think we're going to talk about it more, but like it'd have to get more to science fiction stuff. Mm -hmm. All right. So back to shooting and killing like is in war games. What is the biggest gun that should be in a sci-fi skirmish game? So on the man portable. Two minutes. Oh, we have one more. Hmm. All right, so I would say the biggest thing should be like a turret gun. Because you think in bigger games, you can have a tank. Huh? But down at the skirmish level, I can see like guns that are too big for someone to hold, but you basically place them on a turret. So how does then... the guy carry it around if it's man portable? It's got some wheels, maybe. You just like, whatever. He's, he's, on, the, he's on the little car that we talked about, the unicycle. <laughs> He's sitting mm -hmm. down on a unicycle with the turret. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Or, or it's not even movable. You're just like, I put the gun thing down. Oh, it's a placement where you have a guy yeah. just sitting there with this gun, Gatling gun that's attached to the thing, right? It's, on, on, it's in, like a in your deployment zone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's something that someone couldn't hold, but I could see like being perfectly valid to have like, what are they? I guess you could also put it on like some sort of like low tech, like not low tech, sorry, some drone that mm -hmm. they floor on it. So yeah. Because like 40k has those that you can add to squads that you have like well they have wheels on them usually or they're grav yeah. but I can see something like that level being acceptable in skirmish as the biggest gun okay I don't really like those guns existing in skirmish games I think the biggest one should be the man portable gatling gun and I don't even know if this is a real gun but it's the one that they always have in movies where where they lug it out and it's like 
the, the ammo belt is strapped to like their backpack or some shit like that. So they have like a ton of ammo and it's just the Gatling gun. And, and, and it takes about three seconds for it to start spin up before the bullet starts to out of it. Mm-hmm. That to me is the biggest gun that should be in it. I do not think there should be missile launchers in miniatures war games, even though technically they have those in, uh, in uh, infinity. I think that's too much. Like, what are you doing shooting a missile? <laughs> Yeah, there should just be like on that level, there should be like a rocket propelled grenades as the biggest. Like, you don't need a form. Yeah, exactly. Like, or you have those little like tube rock, like tube rockets. They're disposable. Yeah. It just feels weird when they have an actual missile launcher and they're shooting that. Like, it, like how big of a board are you going like to have? The ones that are pointed, the ones that are pointed up like 45 degrees in the air, you're like, okay, so it goes up in the air. Now it's past the edge of the board. Exactly. And then it like, turns around and comes back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. All right. So that's it. Uh, all right, last one. All right, do you have another one? Uh, Are you out? I'm out. Do we need to come up with more? We only need one that's okay. I don't know, I have one. Oh, okay. All right. What product line would you buy into with what if it just had one tweak? So you wouldn't buy into it now. But if it just changed one small thing, you would buy into it. Four minutes. Oh, wow. One small tweak. And it has to be a, a product line that you're not buying into now. So it's not like, oh, I would like it better 40K. Like I buy 40K models, so I can't say, oh, I, if they were heroic scale. I was going to say drop scale. fleet, but drop fleet needs like 50 tweaks. So that's not on right. the board. Um, it's gotta be a game I like the models of, but needs fixing. I think that's what centers me around things. Mm-hmm. So maybe it would actually be War Machine, but tweaked to, is I go, you go switching <laughs> activation. I think model War Machine, Machine, so you're saying, tweak? no, 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 that's fine. So it's actually not the models that you want to change. It's the game that you would play with, that you would buy more models, you'd buy into again. I wouldn't call a small tweak changing the model line. I would call that throwing out everything they have. So it's not the model line. So you're talking about the actual gameplay though, changing it. Yeah, you said a small tweak. So I don't know if that counts as a small tweak, but I think it's not a huge tweak to the rules. So some sort of some sort of alternating activation in War Machine would make you jump back into that game and buy more models because you're right. Well, yeah. that's kind of cheating because you're still buying models for War Machine. Yeah, but I don't you're use them. You're not playing for... the game. <laughs> I don't use them for War Machine. Doesn't count. I'm not buying models for the game. Okay. Buying models. Okay. I think that one. I don't okay. feel like it's a great answer, but because I, I probably wouldn't even play it then. Because <laughs> you have too many other games? Wow. Yeah. Small tweak. Hmm. Okay. Um, my my first one's a little bit of a cop out, uh, but I'll have another one after that. So um, there's a lot of really nice uh, 3D printable miniatures that are out there now. Mm-hmm. There's like a website I forget what it's called, but you can go search on online and you can find basically a bunch of 3D printable uh, materials. And I would totally buy into those product lines if I didn't have to 3D print them. <laughs> That, that's not even a small tweak either. We won't, we, it's small. Fine, with one tweak. Business, you're like your business model of selling things online, 
Yeah, chuck that. No, no, no. You know, you keep that. But if there was some way that I could easily get them printed so I don't have to print them and then mm -hmm. either pick them up or get them mailed to me, it would be a lot better. And I think I mentioned this, like maybe this is actually really small because maybe if I could just find someone in our city who does that, I, I'll start going crazy and buying 3D printable models and just sending to a guy and have them print, print me all the all these pieces. Maybe that will be me in like, I don't know, a year. So is there a particular game you think this applies to? Uh, that's why it's a cop-out because I don't know. Uh, so I've game. seen a bunch of models. I just don't remember their names. It's like, it's basically that the thing with um, 3D printable stuff is that it's generally often done just by the artists. So there's like a couple of artists that I was like, oh, this is really nice stuff. There's like, uh, it was uh, fantasy stuff. It was like, uh, yeah. And the greatest thing is that there's a lot of people that are uh, actually um, uh, like true scale, right? They don't have the heroic scale proportions because I assume they, they didn't come from the miniature necessarily didn't come from the miniatures uh gaming sphere where where they just have a historical idea of having your heads and hands being too big mm -hmm. so they're like why would you do that that's stupid so they just have them real true scale so it's great okay so the actual answer that came to me first was i would play arena rex but the tweak they would have to make is to cut the model prices by 30 percent <laughs> which just means they go on sale but no one else can play it because like, no one else will be able to buy into the game when they go back to regular price when it's not on sale. So it actually just has to be permanently 30% less expensive mm -hmm. to get other people into the game. Which or I don't in, know if in actual that. stores where you can buy it. Actually, Arena Rex is a very good small like half an hour kind of game that you can play like quite quickly. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a very good game. But I, I feel like that's a really jackass answer to just tell because they have a um, business model, obviously. And I'm not, yeah, questioning yeah. The, I'm not questioning the prices they sell at. But that's, that's unfortunately what would be required to make that game more popular. To, to really pop, yeah. Yeah, and the shipping. Um, yeah, all right, here's another one. I would play or get buy into Marvel Crisis Protocol if their miniatures were the night model miniatures instead. Uh-huh. <laughs> Is that a small tweak? throw away all the miniatures yet again yeah well the, now they're classic miniatures the night model miniatures are old but those mm -hmm. models were so nice and the new crisis protocol ones are garbage relatively speaking mm -hmm. so also night models has definitely issues with production though although their models were super nice i don't know what happened to them they just have like huge problems right now with just getting everything done so yep all right so we, we we're very demanding about changes <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's been uh, this episode of uh, D6 Minutes. Uh, if you have any questions that you want us to answer, uh, you can contact us at contact at diceovereverything.com. Yeah, or find us on Facebook. We're Dice Over Everything. Or if you want to talk in sort of the forum format, you can find us at Dice Over Everything Group. All right. This has been Alan. This has been Brandon. Bye.